0: Welcome back to another episode of Panthers Tracks. I am your host, Ellis Williams. We're recording this in our Charlotte offices on a Thursday. I'm joined again by Jonathan Alexander, my man. How you doing?
1: Pretty good. Good to see you. I have a surprise. Just got back from vacation, and I got a surprise for you. And I probably should have asked you first. Oh, no. What
0: could it be? What could it be? Are you... Are you a wine drinker? Oh man, I'm a any kind of drinker. Look at this. This is a real surprise. I had no I, idea, man. I promise. I promise these are clean. Oh man, my g! Look at this. So we're gonna,
1: ooh. We're gonna talk Panthers and sip man, wine.
0: Man, we're talking Panthers and sipping wine. This is the surprise I was waiting for, man. I appreciate that.
1: I promise these are clean.
0: Oh, out of nowhere. Ooh, <laughs> beautiful, Oops. beautiful. They're gonna be mad at me because I. We'll get that right. We'll get that right. Yeah. This is the After Hours Panthers Tracks podcast, man. We're coming at you, right? Like I said, on a Thursday, Jonathan Alexander bringing the goods in. My man, I appreciate it. But I have a feeling you brought this for some reason, man. And I know you've put it on Twitter already, but if you could uh, tell the world, tell the listeners what's going on and cheers to you, G.
1: Cheers. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. uh, brought this because it is uh, my last uh, week at The Observer. Uh, And I put it on Twitter. A lot of y'all probably saw it, but if you didn't, um, I've recently took another job at the Houston Chronicle that I'm going to start in July, July 11th. And um, you know, I figured I wouldn't get in trouble since it's (laughs) since it's my last week. What are they going to do? Yeah.
0: I guess I'm sticking around. Yeah, you're sticking around.
1: But you know, just blame it on me. Right. You know. Um. But yeah, yeah. So you know, after two years, I started in July 2020. After two years, you know, I'm moving on. Um. You know, it, it wasn't so much a Charlotte Observer decision as it was a life uh, decision. Um, so, you know, I felt like, you know, after thinking, you know, I, was, I wasn't I was ever thinking about leaving the Charlotte Observer, but the opportunity came up and, you know, I started weighing some things about where I was in, in life and, and, you know, I decided to make the decision and, you know, Charlotte's always going to be my home, you know, parents still here can always come back at some point but I just felt like this was the right move and I'm very appreciative to everybody like I mentioned on Twitter, to all the people who read me, Um, this is one of the funnest beats I've ever had Um, you know just the interaction with fans Uh, thank you to the athletes, to the coaches, to the front office members, to all the sources Um, I appreciate your candidness and being able um, in your trust, I appreciate Ellis uh, for being a great beat partner somebody who's supportive Elena, my first beat partner, um, same thing, uh, Matt Stevens, my editor, Scott Fowler, who, who's who been a, a big influence, Langston Words. Rye Boone, rest in peace to Rick Bonnell, who was here earlier, who's a big influence on me, and everybody who played a part in my career. So thank you so much. I'll miss you guys. Um, I know some of you guys are going to follow me on Twitter. That's protocol, but you know, I understand, and I felt all the love that you all gave me, so thank you.
0: Yeah, man. And quickly, I just want to say, you know, I purposely didn't say nothing on Twitter because I was hoping we would have this moment to sit here and I just wanted to give thanks in the flesh. Right. I've been so lucky and fortunate to work with you, even though through this short time man, I learned a lot just observing you uh, sharing the road with you, man, sharing press boxes with you in these press rooms. It It was a lot of fun. Uh, doing this with you for really, we'll call it a full year, right? Like, we got half the season and then a whole off season, right? So uh, there's a, so much that happens in this league, and I've been very fortunate to first cover the Cleveland Browns and work with Mary Kay Cabot, a, a grinder in every sense of the word, and I saw a lot of her in you, man. Oh, well, you, I appreciate that. You are a, a hell of a worker, a grinder. You you have every angle of this beat covered and we got big shoes to fill here, but I'm looking forward to the challenge, man. And I know you're gonna go on and keep doing your thing and do bigger and better things. And H Town got a real one, man. So cool. cheers. I,
1: I appreciate that. That means a lot. Um, you know, I always remember the Arizona trip. That was my favorite trip. I'll spare the details, but it was a it was an excellent <laughs> trip. Also, Cam Newton's first game back, so the game was A eventful weekend, right? A eventful weekend, weekend, so I always, uh, you know, take that memory with me. But thank you, man, I appreciate it, means a lot.
0: That's love, that's love. And we're gonna uh, transition here to a little final segment for Jonathan. You know, I want to hold him accountable for something he won't have to worry about a few (laughs) months from now. We're gonna go through and pick the Panthers' regular season record win, loss. Week one through week 18, we're going to get J.A. on the record for how he thinks it's going to shake out. But first, before we do that, this is like a choose-your-own-adventure thing, right? Like when we were a kid and you'd go get the kids' menu and you had to, like, (laughs) before you started anything, you had to pick your first character or something. Yeah. Before we go through these games, Jonathan, I'm going to need you to pick the quarterback that is starting week one for the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to give you Sam Darnold baker mayfield or jimmy Garoppolo as options feel free to bring in a fourth but i have a feeling you won't yeah pick your quarterback and tell me why
1: you i'm glad you asked me that question because the record will depend on who the panthers have at quarterback so i know that there are factors involved other teams i do think that the panthers um by week one will have baker mayfield at quarterback and i'm not saying that because i have any any knowledge that is a close deal the knowledge that i do have is that you know they're interested um so, um, of course, those factors are how much Cleveland would be willing to take. Um, Cleveland has their own um, bargain. So, but I think that uh, right now it makes the most sense that the Panthers go after Baker Mayfield given the concerns that they have for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and me and b- you both know about those concerns. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say Baker
0: Mayfield. All right. Now, before we get going, one preface. I'm wondering just what you think about the chances of Matt Corral Playing this year for any reason besides injury. Now that you have picked Baker Mayfield as your Week One starter,
1: yeah. If it if Baker Mayfield is a Week One starter, unless he just by chance has like a terrible, you know, outing, which I don't think he would. I think he'd be okay enough that would um, you know allow the Panthers, which they want to do. They want to sit Matt Corral and allow him to develop and not rush him out onto the field. Um, you know, I don't think if Baker Mayfield is a quarterback, I don't think Matt Corral would play. Uh, I think there would be more high probability he wouldn't play versus he he would.
0: Yep, that makes a lot of sense. All right, let's get right to it. Then we got week one. I mean, this is what schedule makers wanted, right? You mm-hmm. give the Carolina Panthers Baker Mayfield, they give you the Cleveland Browns week one. Probably no Deshaun Watson in that game. Are the Panthers going to win their home opener? Uh, please do um, you know
1: guys challenge me on this. I'm going to say I'm going to say they lose
0: the week one opener. All right, we're starting out with an L. And, and one thing I thought that was interesting what Jonathan said about the whole Matt Corral situation he said, you know, unless Baker just, you know, goes on this streak of playing poorly, yada, yada, we're going to see if we get some L's lining up here. Because mm-hmm. when you start stringing together some of those L's, uh, quarterback change and maybe some other changes could be looming. So we're already at one, all right? Yeah. So week one is a loss to the Cleveland Browns. Week two, they're traveling to New York for a game they played last year against the New York Giants. Ugly one, I think it was like twenty six three. No, every year is different. In New York, Panthers at Giants. Who you got?
1: I do think this one is going to be different. I think Panthers win this one. I think they'll be better. Like I mentioned, uh, you know, earlier we mentioned maybe on earlier podcast. I think the Panthers are going to be better this year than they were in previous years. I mean, they upgraded. You know, their offensive line, which was the reason why they struggled, they also had injuries. Those guys are healthy now. If they remain healthy, I think they'll be absolutely better. If they get hurt, it'd be a different story. But I think the weaknesses they had last year aren't so much weaknesses this year. So why wouldn't they be better? So I do think they beat the Giants.
0: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Up next, week three, in the first of a three game homestand. We got Carolina hosting the New Orleans Saints. Under the radar, note here about this game with all the Deshaun Watson news going on. I saw a pro football talk tweet about this a few days ago. Alvin Kamara quietly preparing for a six-game suspension. Mm. If that happens, based on an altercation arrest that he had early this summer, I believe, like Mm. early in the offseason, if that happens, he will not be available. Most likely will not be available for that week three game. Carolina hosting the Saints, who you got? I don't
1: think the Saints are great, and without Alvin Kamara, they're even worse. Uh, I do think the Panthers and the Saints will split, and I think uh, this one makes sense. Just like last year, I think the Panthers win this
0: game. Yep. All right, just like last year, week four, they're facing the Arizona Cardinals, but this time in Carolina, another scheduled blessing from the NFL heavens. No DeAndre Hopkins in this game who is dealing with the substance abuse violation of his own. So week one, no Deshaun Watson. Week three, no Alvin Kamara. Week four, no DeAndre Hopkins. Is that enough for Carolina to contain Kyler Murray and the Cardinals?
1: Panthers is getting some blessings here, aren't they? But you know what the thing is, and I I believe in this stuff. For some reason, Matt Rule just owns Cliff Kingsbury, dating back to his college days um he won uh last year and i think they won in 2020 if they played uh, if uh, yeah i think they, they played in 2022 yeah. also yeah uh, so i think the panthers win again they start three and one
0: it's exactly it we got a three and one panthers team i, I would love to have like the division standings up here or something just mm-hmm. try to really uh play this out but you know we're, we're limited to a pencil and paper here so we're going to keep it rolling yeah. week five they're two and zero on this homestand are they going to make it three and zero hosting the san francisco 49ers no, I, uh,
1: well, I guess it depends on who's quarterback right. and if Jimmy G is quarterback and he's healthy, um, I think 49ers win that. If Trey Lance is 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 the quarterback, I don't know how he's going to be, but you know what? I think the 49ers have the pedigree, so I say the 49ers win. Okay, so a lot of lose.
0: right, a lot of unknown with that 49ers team this year. Mm-hmm. You just you just don't know what. Trey And Lance
1: then Debo Samuel too, if he's gone, right? I'd switch my pick, but you know, I'm just gonna say for now, 49ers have a pretty good defense too, so. I'm just going to stay for 49 Yeah, right
0: we're making you do this in late June, so we're going to hold you to it. It's like drafting a fantasy football team right now, right? Like, hey, man, you know, mm-hmm. injuries aside, we'll, we'll figure it out later. All right, man, homestand is over. The Carolina Panthers are 3-2 and two currently, according to Jonathan Alexander, as they head to Los Angeles to face the defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Allen Robertson. I forgot they got him this year. Um, Aaron Donald, the highest-paid defensive player ever. Lot to like about the Rams. L. All right, Sorry. we ain't gonna waste no yeah, more time yeah, we'll on that to, one. We don't have to waste time on that. One. No more time on that one. It's gonna be a quick trip in Inglewood, man. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, they're flying back to host Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Is that gonna change anything? No, I think
1: that's gonna be an L too. The, yeah. the Bucks just the Bucks are just a really good team, and they seem to own the Panthers.
0: All right. So right now, through seven games, we have the Carolina Panthers sitting at three and four, one game under five hundred. As they travel to Atlanta, that's got to be a good sign and a good time in the schedule to head to towards Atlanta, huh?
1: Yeah, I think Panthers win that. Um, they've won in Atlanta before. They always <laughs> seem to split. Who, so, who do
0: you think starting a quarterback there? Uh, you know
1: what? I think Mar- Marcus Mariota starts at quarterback. I do think the the Falcons are going to be the worst team in the NFL. Okay. This year, um, you know, I think the Panthers. If they lose to the Falcons, it'll be so terrible. But you know, they tend to split no matter what, even when they were. Even when they were undefeated at that time and went 15-1, they lost to the Falcons, who weren't a great team. So I think the Panthers uh, win that game. And
0: they're going to face them twice in three games here coming up. But in between that Falcon-Dirty Bird sandwich, the Panthers have a trip to Cincinnati to face the AFC defending champion Bengals, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Do the Panthers have enough secondary depth to combat the Bengals' air attack?
1: I think the Bengals are one of my favorite teams mm-hmm. to – uh, watch. Uh, they're exciting. They're young. Uh, they got a really good defense. I think the Bengals win that one.
0: Okay. Atlanta again. This time Atlanta traveling to Carolina. You said they're gonna split. You know, hold yourself to what you said a minute ago?
1: No, I I, I, I change. They always split, but I think the Falcons are just so bad. Got you. Um, I don't think the Falcons are gonna win more than three games. So I'm gonna say the Panthers win that.
0: A big win gets him back to 500. This feels like a team that's going to be flirting with that 500 mark all year, right? Mm-hmm. uh Up next, week 11, we're cruising through this, man. The Panthers travel to Baltimore to face Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. That's going to be a blast. Just covering the Browns for the two years that I did, Lamar is my favorite player to watch in person. Like you see him on TV, he, he looks like the fastest player on there, mm-hmm. a Mike Vick Madden 04 type. He's even faster in person, man. I don't know how the Panthers are going to defend him. Maybe. Practicing against Kyler Murray will help them with that. Yeah. Regardless, week 11, Carolina traveling to Baltimore, who you got?
1: I think the, Pan- the for the Panthers to win, they're going to have to force turnovers. I think they can win, but Lamar Jackson is just such a great player. Play. <laughs> I don't think he's gotten his contract yet, so he's playing right. in a contract year. I think he's going to ball out this year. Um, the Ravens are good. Um, yeah, I think they lose that one.
0: Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, you go from a team like the Bengals, who the Panthers are kind of built to defend against, right? Like, they they got this corners to at least try to keep up. That's going to really test their run defense, Mm -hmm. an area they struggled a year ago. Uh, And I I think I'm going to side with you on that one. That's just a tough matchup. Up next, Carolina hosting the less ride Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sierra in town, probably. Who you got there? Denver's
1: going to be good, too. Yeah, They're going to be much improved. I like uh, Russell Wilson with the Broncos because the Broncos were, you know, good with Teddy Bridgewater, who we know is is just an average quarterback, Um, you know, based off what we saw uh, with him with the Carolina Panthers. I think he takes the Broncos to another level, makes them a really good team. Um, I think the
0: Broncos win that one. All right, man. Panthers two games below five hundred now where they wanna be, but they get the bye week, so they can't take an L there, right? Hmm. Coming off that, they've got a long trip to Seattle to face the Russell Wilson list Seahawks, is it Drew Locke? Is it Geno Smith? Could it be Jimmy Grapple there? Maybe Baker Mayfield's there, which would you know, alter our entire pick your adventure regardless. Panthers at Seattle. How you think that one turns out? I think Panthers are gonna be I
1: mean, I think Seattle's gonna be one of the worst teams in football too. Yeah. Uh, I think Panthers win that one.
0: All right, we're getting close to that 500 mark. Speaking of a team looking for an identity, they're going to be hosting, the Carolina's going to be hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Probably Kenny Pickett starting by then. We're into mid-December now with it being week 15. Maybe Mr. Biskey holds on. Who knows? Tough to know what kind of offense you're going to get out of Pittsburgh. The defense is still there. T.J. Mm-hmm. Watt, uh, Micah Fitzpatrick, you know, that that Pittsburgh-style defense will never fade. But the offense is uh, is quite the mystery. With Carolina hosting Pittsburgh in December, who do you think takes that one?
1: So it'll be a, a true test for uh, Ekwanu if yeah. he's in fact starting at left tackle. Uh, I do think the Panthers will win that one.
0: Okay, right back to that five hundred mark, and this is the point of the calendar where we're, we're watching Sunday Night Football, and the in the hunt graphic comes up right, mm-hmm. and you're going to see the Panthers right there at seven and seven, and depending what the NFC does, that might be enough to really be contending for one of those last two wild card spots mm-hmm. as we go down this last stretch. Week 16, the Detroit Lions come to Carolina. This looks like a gimme,
1: is it? Uh, you know, I think the Lions were an inspired team last year, even though they only won two games, I believe. Um, but I do think they still have a ways to go. I think that's a win. If the Panthers start winning they get a little confidence, I think they win that game.
0: All right, man. One game above 500. Mm-hmm. This is shaping out real nice, but you got two tough, division games to end the year just like they you know just like the league likes to do it Mm -hmm. past few seasons these games haven't mattered as much if the Panthers are eight and seven going into week 17 and 18 these games will matter very much Mm -hmm. first up at Tampa Bay Tom Brady maybe his last time uh, facing the Panthers who you got in that one
1: okay so you know a couple of things could happen right the um, Buccaneers could be so far in advanced, uh, you know, locked up number one seed Interesting. that they say, oh, let's hit somebody. You know, I, you know, they usually don't do it on the second to last game, but hmm. you never know. Yeah, you never know. Um, I think that, you know, I, I still think the Bucks are a team that's going to beat the Panthers.
0: It's uh, tough to get those two beatdowns from last yeah. year out of my head, man. Yeah, it, they just were there were two completely different teams out there, like a varsity and a JV, man. Yeah, and that's no disrespect. It's just what I saw. Yeah,
1: both of them. Yeah, man. So, I I uh, I think the Panthers lose that one.
0: Yeah. All right, man. It's season finale, week eighteen. Much like last year, late in the year, Carolina headed to New Orleans. This game, clearly, with the record that Jonathan has for them so far, being eight and eight, will matter a lot. For Carolina, not sure how much will matter for the Saints. These teams could be in similar spots. What do you think about that week eighteen matchup?
1: So the Panthers could be battling for that playoff spot. I think I think two games are a toss up. The Ravens and this last game. Yeah. And I think if the Panthers are on the edge of playoffs and might be might be about to make the playoffs, I think they win. If they're not and the Saints are also battling for something, I think they lose. So, you know what?
0: I'm going to say that the Panthers win and finish 9-8. and 9-8 and eight just looks so much better than 8-9. and nine. Yeah, It looks strange altogether, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but it looks a lot better. So, at 9-8, and eight, and I know we don't have the whole NFL, NFC ma- mapped out, but you think that's enough for Carolina Panthers to finally make the playoffs? Um, I
1: don't think that the NFC is as strong as the AFC, so yes, I do... Wow. Think uh, nine and eight will be good enough to make, or they'll be tied with a lot of teams, and the tiebreaker wins it. So, I'd have to look at which NFC teams they they won. So, yeah, I think I think uh, that could be good enough to make the
0: playoffs. Look at that, y'all! In his final Panthers tracks podcast, Jonathan Alexander bless y'all with the <laughs> Panthers making the playoffs with Baker Mayfield at the helm. Mm-hmm. Whoo! I think Panther fans would just love to fast forward to this reality, right? Like, let's just get to January and yeah. call this good and call you Nostradamus. Yeah, I, I,
1: I, feel, I really don't think it's going to be as bad as a lot of people are planning it out to be. I think the Panthers were in a bad bad situation last year with the injuries and Sam Brown struggled, lost his confidence. They didn't have an offensive line. And at the point at that point, they couldn't have an offensive line or they couldn't really pay the top guys. They've improved the offensive line perhaps Christian McCaffrey stays healthy. Can't get hurt three years in a row, right? right. Uh, he's their best player. They missed him tremendously. They'll get a little bit of an upgrade at quarterback. I think. I think they're a better team.
0: That's what's up. Alright, there you have it. Jonathan Alexander's Way too early, Panthers predictions, but we don't have a choice because this is the last time we're going to have them. Of course, you're always welcome on the podcast that you helped build, the Panthers track podcast. My man, any parting thoughts, anything you want to empty out of the notebook, anything else you want to say before we get out of here?
1: Uh, again, I just wanted to say thank you. It's been a pleasure, um, you know, just to ride with you all, for you all reading me. Um, you know, so heartfelt to read those messages again, and I'm so appreciative. And uh, I'm gonna be talking about Charlotte sports, man. I, you know, I, you know, I pay attention. This is my hometown, so I'm gonna be talking. We're gonna be talking, so yeah, well, I'm, what, I'm not gonna go away. What do you What do you think the Hornets should give up for Katie? But give up everything except
0: Lamelo. <laughs> everything you gotta get him. Em. Empty the clip. Empty the clip. Man. Got to. All right, man. Well, again, I appreciate you. I'm so glad we we're able to do this for myself and Jonathan Alexander. I'm signing off from a Panthers Track Podcast. Let me click glass with you one more time, man. Yes, sir. Cheers. Appreciate you, G. Yeah. And we're gonna finish this off air. Until next time. Take care, y'all.